Today's episode is brought to you by DeSanto Propane. DeSanto Propane is four generations strong as a trustworthy family-owned business with unmatched customer service. Go online at desantopropane.com for more info or call toll-free at 1-800-752-4574. Since 1937, the difference has been DeSanto Propane. Today we continue our series previewing local elections across the region by catching up with one of the candidates running for Ontario County Coroner. Laura Swarthout joined me in studio this week and we pick up the conversation with her discussing the ways her career has readied her for this moment, taking on the responsibility of coroner if elected. Laura, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. So let's uh, talk about the why. Why did you decide to run for County Coroner? That's a great question. I love the why. Why I decided to run was because I was approached by a community member who initially told me about the issue of response time, that the coroners, the current coroners are not responding to scenes. They're not responding to accidents. They're not responding to deaths at home that need those responses. Law enforcement are, are complaining, are concerned because they're not getting the support that they need. So I thought about it and they said to me, you know, you've, you've been in this field sort of because I am a hospice nurse way back when mm-hmm. and I've had to respond. I've had to go out in the middle of the night when, when a patient dies, you go out. I, I pronounced at that time being on hospice. I did all of those things that I would be doing if I become coroner. So I thought about it and I'm like, you know, I would like to do this because I really enjoyed being there for the families. I really enjoyed that aspect of being supportive for them. So as I started my campaign, I really did find from different organizations that, yeah, that is a concern of responsiveness. I, um, Ontario 911 dispatchers telling me that they'll call all the coroners and not get a response. And then law enforcement can't clear a scene until a coroner shows up. <laughs> or, you know, a coroner will just call and say, okay, yeah, just I'll do it over the phone. That's not okay. We need our coroners to show up. So in a nutshell, that's my why. I, I feel that our Ontario County residents deserve a coroner who's going to be responsive and show up. What do you think is attributed to that so far? Like... It- what is the, we're talking about a why. Why is responding such an issue uh, currently for the coroner's office overall? I just think that they've got, they haven't had to. I think that it hasn't been brought up in the past. I don't think it's been made an issue. Yeah. And now um, it's being felt by the first responders, by the law enforcement. So it's becoming an issue for those people that need to respond it puts a strain on everybody, doesn't it? Like, every, I mean, the first responders, the families, it, I mean, it's yes. putting a, a strain on all of the system that's yeah. already, you know, limited by a number of factors as it is. Correct. Um, let's get into your personal background a little bit. Okay. Uh, your career that brought you to this moment of running. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and, and how it all kind of fits into you now running for, for coroner. Sure. I've been a nurse for 34 years. 
Um, a lot of my career has been in home care and in hospice. Thoroughly have enjoyed that, getting to know those patients and those families and helping them in that journey. Helping them at the end of life is, is so crucial. And helping those families, even though it's an expected death, it's still stressful. And I think I will find that when I'm a coroner, if I get elected, that it's gonna be a stressful situation. And being able to help families, first responders, law enforcement, through all of those situations is gonna be crucial. So all my experience of being around hundreds of deaths in my career, I think is gonna be very beneficial. And then I'm also a board certified psychiatric mental health nurse. So with that, I have a lot of de-escalation techniques that I have used. I came up with our program at Clifton Springs Hospital for the training of de-escalation. I'm very big in um, working to prevent issues from happening. So if I could help in a situation when we get to a scene, if I can help law enforcement with de-escalation, if I can help with talking to families and, and others that are there that need help, I want to be able to do that. I want to be an arm for everybody else who's there. That's really interesting because I don't necessarily think that that's something that many folks are going to think of in that situation as being a, a really valuable resource. Um, but obviously, for the reasons you just outlined, it is. Uh, it is. How... Uh, how important is that in the context of if it were absent in those situations? You've been in those situations before um, where a family has just lost a loved one. Uh, how important are those, uh, their, their professional medical skills, but they're also like interpersonal skills too that are, are contributing to keeping the situation calm, especially when it is an unexpected situation, maybe a car accident or you know, a house fire or something like that? Well, I will commend a lot of our law enforcement are taking um, crisis intervention trainings, and I think that's wonderful that they're doing that. I think it's going to be a huge help for them when they're out in situations like this. Yeah. I mean, a lot of folks will say, well, they've got a lot on their plate already. They do. And having someone, uh, basically a third person there who can be that right. like floater, that seems like it would be really valuable. Yeah, And that's what I'm hoping to do. That's what I'm hoping to bring. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the geography because anytime we're talking about uh, response time, um, you know, I, I like to remind anybody who's listening or watching that if you want to drive from uh, Phelps to Naples, uh, same county, but you're looking at probably a 35 to 40 minute drive. Um, so when people think response time, uh, when you're talking to folks, does response time in relation to geography feel more like a subjective thing or does it feel like there is kind of a common ground across all the people you're talking to like an hour is a, a reasonable response time hours is not a, a reasonable response time or does it vary where some folks literally think like someone should be there within like 30 20 30 minutes I think that if you if I get the call and I respond right away that's that's adequate yeah so if um, if I'm 35 minutes away and it takes me 35 minutes to, to get there that that's adequate. Yeah, I'm curious what your thoughts would be on. I, I'm not entirely certain of how the county approaches this currently, but uh, with perhaps coordinating based on 
who the coroners are and where they are physically located uh, so that response time can be, would that be something that you'd be open to working with uh, the other coroners to, you know, maybe make it work a little better, a little more efficiently? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, administrative stuff, the administrative side of being coroner. Obviously, you're not just going to a scene and then leaving and then that's it. Um, there's other stuff involved, con connecting families to funeral homes, transporting wherever needs to happen, that sort of thing. Uh, how do you think you're best prepared to handle those tasks that come after the initial job is done? I've done a, I've done that. As I said, I was a hospice nurse, so my job doesn't stop when when the patient takes his last breath. I've um, I've had nurse manager positions. I'm a director of patient services now, so my I, I have administrative duties that I do now. So I'm very comfortable with that, and I think I could be able to handle that quite well. Very difficult job and one that I would imagine you've been in this basically connected field for a number of years. Um, how do you keep yourself mentally fresh? How do you keep yourself uh, ready to go every day? This is something that I think voters would care about quite a bit since you know this is going to be a, a real responsibility. Great question. When I interview um, people that I'm going to hire, one of the questions I ask them is, what do you do for self-care? So I think self-care is important. So whatever your self-care is, it, it could be a lot of, what, it's different to each person. Right. Mine's family. So mine's family time. So I, I have a new grandson. So my self-care is getting, getting those snuggles in right now. It resets me. Um, you know, my self-care is different at different times. But right now, getting, getting those snuggles in kind of resets me. Is it something that's changed over your career? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I think everybody needs to be able to identify what their self-care is and make sure you're taking care of yourself because, yeah, this is going to be stressful. Yeah. That without a doubt, I, I feel any caretaker that has a job, whether you're um, – I hire a lot of nurses. I hire <coughs> um, aides. I I always ask them, what what's your self-care? But also the people that we're talking about out in the – that I'm going to be working with, law enforcement, EMS, fire departments. You know, I don't think that they think about self-care and they really should. Yeah. Easy to get caught up in the day-to-day. -day Easy to and get not, caught up. Yeah. Yeah. Find something possible. to do for yourself. Yeah. Um, where can folks learn more about your campaign? And last question, what is your uh, elevator pitch to voters My in Ontario County? Pitch is um, compassion, empathy, community. Excellent. Uh, where can folks learn more about your campaign? Um, I'm on Facebook, Laura Swordout for Corner. Awesome. Laura, thanks so much for the time today. Thank you. That'll do it for this edition of FLX Today. If you'd like to hear more conversations like this one, check out the show on your favorite podcast platform or subscribe to the FingerLakes1.com YouTube channel. Have a great day and we'll see you next time.